On first down, they hand off to Marlon Mack, huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10, he's at the 5, and he will score! Touchdown, Marlon Mack! Touchdown, I-N-D-Y! And again, it's picked up! It's Darius Leonard! Leonard with a second INT! And he's streaking down the near sideline! He's at the 40! He's at the 30! He's at the 20! He's gonna go! A pick six for the Maniac! Horseshoe is back, baby! The horseshoe is back! What is going on, Colts Nation? And welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Well, the Indianapolis Colts improved to 3-1 and one after they take care of the Chicago Bears in Soldier Field. The Colts get their first away victory of the season. Their first, actually, away victory since last season, all the way dating back to that upset win against the Kansas City Chiefs last season. The Colts break that curse, and they also improved to 3-1 and one on the season. Tied with the Tennessee Titans at three wins apiece. The Titans, obviously, with everything going on with covid have a bye week this week, so they will not be playing. So as it stands right now, the Colts at 3-1, and one, the Titans at 3-0. and oh. um, So the Colts really pushing the Titans for next week, uh, potentially for the division lead. So uh, that's certainly some great news. And before we kind of get into this game and kind of break it down, just wanted to let you guys know, because I know there were some of you who were expecting on Sunday for there to be a live play-by-play type of thing like we've done the last couple of weeks. Well, it turns out that Derek wasn't feeling the greatest um, all day. He hasn't felt great for a couple days. So if you could, please keep him in your prayers um, and in your thoughts uh, for, for moving forward. It just uh, He just kind of let me know he wasn't feeling up to it. And, and so if you could just keep him in your thoughts and prayers, that would be much, much appreciated. But let's get into this game. It was kind of what I expected. Uh, not really an offensive juggernaut, if you will, kind of a low-scoring game. Just really one of those ground and pound defensive battles throughout. I mean, you look at it, the Colts overall had 18 first downs. Chicago's had 16. The Colts uh, overall only had 289 total yards, only 20 more yards than the Bears at 269. Uh, but the Colts did have a lot more rushing plays and a lot more rushing yards. They outgained the Bears. Uh, 38 rushing attempts for 103 yards for the Colts. And then for the Bears, only 28 rushing yards on 16 attempts. So uh, the Colts' defense played really well in that department. Uh, the Colts had some some decent gains throughout. Jonathan Taylor had some nice plays, plays. Naheem Hines had some nice plays as well. Jordan Wilkins as well in the passing game. But overall, wasn't a great day for this running attack. They only averaged 2.7 yards per attempt, which is absolutely awful. Um, the Colts seemed like they had a good run, and then they would have a run behind the line of scrimmage. So this offensive line has kind of struggled early on here, now through four weeks, to get this running game going. And you can, you know, you can talk about Marlon Mack's injury; that is significant. But overall, this Colts offensive line, when it comes especially to the running attack, has not been particularly good. That is definitely something the Colts are going to have to improve on in a lot better ways. I mean, this is a team that wanted to pride themselves on running the football. They wanted to be a team that their identity was running the football and the Colts have struggled. I know they had a hundred yard over a hundred yards rushing, but they ran it 38 times. So if that tells you anything about the lack of production that they got on certain plays. Uh, so overall that has to improve a lot. Um, you know, the passing attack wasn't great. Um, it wasn't awful either. Uh, the Colts, you know, Phillip Rivers was 16 of 29. Um, overall, 186 yards passing. 
I was sacked once as well. Um, so it wasn't a great, great day for this passing attack either. But the good news is the Colts didn't turn the ball over, which I think is significant as well. Um, you know, the Colts overall had eight penalties for 76 yards. Uh, you know, it wasn't like a great day. It was kind of just a sloppy mess a little bit. So the passing attack and Phillip Rivers obviously has to improve as well. He was sacked once, but, you know, there's a few plays where Phillip Rivers kind of had to get out of trouble a little bit. So the offensive line certainly needs to step up in a lot of ways. And I'm kind of calling out this offensive line because, you know, we were saying the best offensive line in football. Well, through four weeks, they've struggled at times. They really need to get back to their identity at, at really dominating teams. And now I know Chicago has a really good defensive line. Like, I'm not going to just – say the Colts outright stink because they don't. I mean, Chicago, credit them. They have a great defensive line. But this offensive line, if they're going to call themselves the best in the league, they got to step it up and they got to be better. Um, Overall, it was a very sloppy day for this offense. You know, I mentioned no turnovers, but just, you know, a lot of things that just you didn't like to see from this from this really this offense, um, you know, Chicago doesn't really have a, a great offense per se. So really the defense was the big reason why this team was in this game and really had control this game throughout. Um, the Colts had five punts as well, which is the by far the most they've had uh, throughout the entire season. I mean, at one point throughout a couple games, they didn't punt once. So the Colts definitely need to get better at that. I mean, you know, overall just – a little bit sloppy, honestly. Um, and the Colts, you know, in time of possession were, were 32 and a half minutes about. Uh, so, you know, overall weren't great. Third down wasn't great either. Again, that's been a struggle for them throughout. The Colts were 8 of 19, only 42% on third down. That's not good. That definitely needs to get better as well. Um, so overall, you know, I've talked a lot about this offense and this offense wasn't particularly great today. They had some nice moments. That's the thing, especially early on. Phillip Rivers, um, you know, he finds Zach Pascal for a really nice game. Uh, just different things like that. And, you know, Rivers overall 190 yards. I think I said 186. It was officially 190 yards. So the yards per attempt weren't uh, really eye-popping. Rivers did have a touchdown to Mo Ali Cox. Um, he had an 86.9 rating. You just would like to see a little bit more from this passing attack and pushing the ball down the field. Now, I know, and we talked about in the game preview, that really, you know, this Bears secondary is probably the strength of this defense. So that's why I thought you were going to be able to run the ball better than you did. But overall, I mean, Jonathan Taylor averaged about four yards a carry, 17 attempts, 68 yards. Um you know, it just wasn't a great day overall. Zach Pascal led you with three catches for 58 yards. Uh, you know, you just need a little bit more from your offense. I know I keep saying it, but, like, this defense, as good as they've been, you, they, they can't carry you throughout the season. Your offense needs to step it up. You know, I believe they will. Um, I believe it's, you know, it's a combination of things. I think Frank Reich's play calling needs to be better. It wasn't a particularly great day for the Indianapolis head coach. I kind of uh, thought he got a little bit um, – he, he, there's just some plays that I kind of questioned. I know this is a third down where, you know, it's clear that Chicago is coming to stop the run and, and Frank Reich just basically was very predictable in his play calling. A lot of times it almost felt like Frank Reich in some ways was almost playing not to lose. And I don't like that philosophy quite honestly. It's kind of weird to see Frank Reich doing that. It's very, I don't want to say Chuck Pagano esque and it's ironic. The Colts play Chuck Pagano's defense, but you know, it's just like I don't like that mentality of basically just holding on. I like when you step on teams' throats. 
and the Colts defense did that. I don't feel like the Colts offense really did that. I mean, they, they kicked four field goals, which is, which is fine, but you would like to see them be a lot more efficient, especially in the red zone and in those you know, opportunities to get seven points instead of three points. But nonetheless, the Colts still pretty much dominated this game from start to finish, especially on the defensive side. Um, and, you know, the final score, I know it, it looks a little bit closer than it was, but really that last touchdown for the Bears was more of a garbage-time touchdown. So now let's talk about this Indianapolis defense. I mean, number one defense still in the league. Um, the first, first thing we'll talk about, Darius Leonard, he left the game. Um, you know, it's uncertain what's going to happen. He was ruled out of this game, so we'll see what happens there as we continue to progress throughout the week. Rocky Sen also was down. We'll see. He got a little dinged up as well. Um, but, you know, Frank Reich really said Darius Leonard was the only really significant injury. So that's certainly good news on that department. Obviously, you don't want your best player on defense to be out for any amount of time. But fortunately, the Colts have two good linebackers alongside Darius Leonard and Anthony Walker and Bobby Okariki, who stepped in and played pretty well. Walker led the team overall with 11 tackles total, nine solo. Uh, Okariki was second with six tackles. Um you know, overall, they did a really good job, I felt like, of holding this Bears offense to really nothing throughout the game. I mean, the Bears drove down in the first half, kicked a field goal. They made a few big plays, but the Colts' defense held overall. Um, and really, you, you look at it, it's kind of like, it's not pretty. You know, if we said it's not pretty for the Colts' offense, it was very ugly for the Bears' offense, especially. Nick Foles, 26 of 42 attempts, 249 yards, a touchdown, an interception. That touchdown was in garbage time, a 76.4 rating, so not good at all for him. David Montgomery, I thought this was huge. This is one of the keys that I said to this game. David Montgomery did not have a good day at all by any stretch of the imagination. He had 27 yards on 10 attempts, by far the best, I would say the best uh, the Colts' run defense has looked so far throughout the season. They, they were fourth coming into this game, so um, I thought they did a really, really nice job. Allen Robinson, though he did have seven catches for 101 yards, you know, they were never back-breaking catches. He had a few nice catches down the stretch, but you never really let him be a huge, huge factor in this game, if that makes sense. I mean, that you know, he obviously had that garbage-time touchdown, but, you know, and he had seven catches. But, you know, overall, I thought the Colts did a really good job overall of just, you know, containing these Chicago receivers. I mean, the next guy on the list um, – you know, Mooney, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he wasn't even talked about by our friend Chicago Audible, Nick at Chicago Audible. So that kind of tells you Darnell Mooney is his name. Um, he had five catches, 52 yards. And other than that, really nothing from anybody. Jimmy Graham, four catches, 33 yards. Anthony Miller had three catches for 16 yards. Um, and also shout out to Julian Blackman, man. Julian Blackman, first career interception off a tipped pass from – it goes through Anthony Miller's hands. Julian Blackman, though – um, he's a playmaker, man. He really is. And Derek has compared him a lot of times to, you know, Bob Sanders, but you know, and I, and I think, you know, that it's a little extreme. I'm not ready to go there yet, but certainly have been encouraged of what Julian Blackman has done. Um, in the snaps that he's been getting, I, I'm really encouraged to see how he can, can continues to progress as he gets a more expanded role in this defense. I was really happy that he, you know, finally was able to do that. Um, you know, and, the, and this Colts defense is just, man, I know I know you haven't really played an offense that lights you the world on fire, but this defense, man, they are playing lights out. This is the best I've seen the Colts defense play since I've covered the team 
you know, and, and that in since I really have been a fan of the team dating all the way back, you know, to that Super Bowl run. I mean, when's the last time that the Colts defense has led the charge for this team? It's been a long time um, since this Colts defense has been ranked number one in anything. I mean, really, it, it's kind of astounding to see this Colts defense playing the way they are. Uh, it was good to see Rocky Asin get back out there, you know, fill the void from TJ Carey being out. Uh, Justin Houston had a sack for the Colts today, so he continues to play very well over 30. Um, and certainly a, ca- a guy that I would say, you know, he's got his contracts up after this year, certainly a guy that I would bring back at this point. So super encouraging from that department. And man, this Colts defense really did a great job overall. I thought of just, you know, they didn't get a ton of turnovers. They only got that one interception. But overall, this Colts defense did a really, really uh, banger job of just slowing down this Bears offense, not really letting any guys beat you. And, and you know, that's what you got to do in the NFL. This was going to be a slugfest, we thought, throughout. And the Colts ultimately come out on top. I'm, I'm, you know, there's obviously a lot to improve on the offensive side, a lot to improve. Um, but, you know, overall, I'm very encouraged from what I saw from this defense. Now, there's going to be a lot bigger test, and we'll kind of get a gauge on how this defense really looks when the Colts play uh, when the Colts play Cleveland next week. I mean, Cleveland is on fire right now on offense. So I'm really interested to see um, how the Colts handle the Cleveland Browns and, and, you know, how they what their plan is to slow down, you know, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, all these other weapons for Baker Mayfield. I'm really excited to see what happens there. And then also just for this, you know, this Colts offense, they had a struggle, you know, and and also I want to give credit. The Bears defense is one of the better defenses in the league. So uh, I want to give credit to the Bears defense where it's due, but also, you know, the Colts need to improve on things, like I said, on offense and and Cleveland does not have a good defense. So I mean, I'm interested to see, can the Colts have kind of a bounce back game against a struggling Cleveland defense? Um, and before we kind of wrap up this recap, let's, let's also talk about the special teams. Rodrigo Blankenship, rookie kicker out of Georgia. I, I'm, you know, he's done a really good job. I've been really impressed with Rodrigo Blankenship. I mean, in hostile conditions, he's perfect four for four on field goals. So overall, Rodrigo Blankenship, perfect four for four on field goals, hit an extra point as well. So shout out to him. You know, overall, I'm, I'm really excited to see, um, just what the Colts continue to do. This is certainly not the prettiest win in the world, but overall I'm encouraged about what this Colts team is doing and the direction that they're heading, especially defensively. And, and also, you know, it's a little bit concerning for this offense, but the great news is I feel like, and, and our friend Zach Hicks put it this way. I feel more encouraged about this three and one Colts team than I did about this five, the five and two Colts team last year. And I feel like that because I feel like this Colts offense, while they're struggling right now, and, and I'm not going to make excuses for them. They haven't been great. Uh, there's a lot more potential there. I feel like than the Colts offense last year. And uh, you know, they're still figuring things out. They're still figuring out. It was good to see Trey Burton back out there. He added a couple catches today. So that was great to see. He had a key third down catch, which is huge. He had two catches on the day for 16 yards. So yeah, overall, I thought it was a solid day for this Colts team, especially on defense, played lights out. Special teams played good as well. So overall, I was encouraged by this game. Colts have a lot to clean up. It'll be interesting to see what happens when they play the Cleveland Browns this next week. A big test for this defense. We'll see what happens. But that'll do it for this recap, guys. Thank you so much. Really appreciate all your kind words. And like I said earlier in the video, if you guys could just say a prayer for Derek. Um, He's not feeling the greatest. He's kind of feeling under the weather right now. So if you guys could just make sure, um, you know, that you're thinking of him and your thoughts and prayers really would be appreciated. So, Alrighty, guys, thank you so much, and as always, go Colts.